0: Welcome to Redefining the Good Life, the podcast that calls BS on the rat race of modern life and helps you finally have the courage to go after your dreams. I'm your host, Aishan Karaduman, a.k.a. The Omnivorist. I'm a life coach and functional nutritional therapy practitioner. Using a blend of mindset tools and ancestral nutrition, as well as understanding just what it means to be human today, I'm here to help you change the trajectory of your life. Another future is possible, my friend. Welcome on board. Hello, my friend. I hope you are doing great this week. Today, I want to talk to you about something that is actually kind of going to bring together everything that I've been speaking about since the beginning of this podcast. You know, I talk about the good life, what the good life really means to us, redefining the good life. And so today I wanna kind of bring all of that together for you. You know, I think if you're like most people in the modern world, at least in the Western world, you know, you may have spent a good chunk of your life just going through the motions, You know, going to school, studying hard and getting the diplomas and trying to get, like, go for the best jobs and the promotions and et cetera, et cetera. And maybe at some point in your life, you had an experience. I don't know what it was for you exactly. Maybe it was becoming a parent. Maybe it was turning 40 or 50, or losing your job, or, you know, maybe anything with, you know, since the pandemic and all of its repercussions. And you have started to realize that, you know, maybe there is something else to life than the way you have been doing things until this moment. You think maybe there is something that you haven't quite explored just yet. And while you have, you know, you've created a pretty good life for yourself in many ways, especially from a, when you look from outside <laughs> appearances, but deep down, you feel a little bit of, a, of an emptiness. And maybe when you look back, you realize that that this unease was always there, but you just didn't know what it was. And maybe in the past, or maybe even currently, you used to push that away because it's an uncomfortable feeling. And you would push it away, drinking too much or eating too much or going out all the time or even overworking, you know, just buffering it, always looking for some way to resist that little voice, that little nagging voice. Maybe you were always obsessed with, you know, planning your next vacation, or just the next big thing, and always living for some future moment where you would finally be happy, you would finally be fulfilled, and basically not living in the present. And maybe you were also thinking to yourself, well, I should just be grateful. What the hell is wrong with me? So many people don't have what I have. I have all these things. Like, what is wrong? But here's what I want to tell you. There is nothing wrong with you. There never was anything wrong with you. As I always say, we live in a world today where our basic human needs have become a luxury. And the things they tell us will make us happy turn out not to make us so happy after all. And so this reminds me also, I was just speaking to a wonderful client who just got done. Actually, we just finished our our, um, package together. And she, her biggest thing that she realized about her life before coaching was that she realized that she was living her life without asking herself any questions She's saying, like, as if I was living my life by proxy. She was like, it was not my life. It was someone else's life. And now, after our coaching together, she says she feels like she's in the driver's seat. Like, she says, I am really the person making the decisions now. So that is absolutely possible, right? And so this is why... I, I mean, this is the whole reason I started this podcast in the first place, because I know there are so many of you who are ready to think hard about what it means to be a fulfilled human and, and who really want to start going after that, no matter how scary it seems right now. And for that, of course, the first place we always start is to learn how to take amazing care of yourself and how to ask yourself the hard questions so that you can go after that life worth living, that life on your own terms. Which means, you know, for most of us, spending our hours and our days in ways that are deeply meaningful to us, connecting to those that we love and serving those that we love to serve. And I also have to tell you that this is not about like, you know, a magical destination where you will all of a sudden, when you get there, you're just going to be happy and like the sky is going to part and, you know, all this angelic music is going to come on. No, like that doesn't exist. If anything, when we do this work, we start by loving and accepting exactly where we are today, loving and accepting ourselves exactly where we are today, loving and accepting the life that we have created for ourselves today. And only from that love and acceptance. Can you then go on to create big things? And so what I want to do with today's podcast is to give you a very specific path to follow in order to get from where you are currently to where you dream of going, or at least kind of give you a sense of which way, how the road goes. And I also want to say to you, like, if you have the thought you know, she's way too advanced for me. I can never get there. (laughs) Well, I want you to know that you're wrong. And that is for two reasons. First of all, there is no such thing as perfection. And like I said earlier, there is no such thing as having arrived. We all have our work, our own work cut out for us, including myself. And that will really be the case until the day we die. And number two, you, my friend, Yes, you are entirely capable of achieving whatever it is that you dream of. You are so much more powerful than you realize. The fact is, if you can dream it, you can have it. And I'm just going to give you the roadmap for that today. So what goes into the good life formula? Now, I have already spoken to various components of this um, throughout this podcast. So you, you may have already heard me talk about some of these things, but today I kind of want to put it together. So the place we start for that, and when I say we start here, it's not necessarily a chronological thing, okay? So when I work with clients, like we're always um Incorporating all the things, really, as their real life just goes on and real life happens to them, we really kind of take bits of every every part. But just for clarity's sake, let's just say we, all, we it's like we have two major like containers, let's say, and one container is basically taking amazing care of your animal body and spirit. I'm putting those things together. So like we're looking at the whole person, right? This is kind of like holistic life coaching, let's say. We're not like we're not neglecting any part of you. And so what goes into that first container is that everything that has to do with first of all making space for yourself. You know, we've talked about this in the past, like creating space, like meditating and journaling and even taking time for pleasure and feeling good in your body and consulting your intuition having rituals, spending time outdoors, like spending time in the sunshine, and also learning how to eat in a way that is aligned with your body's physiology. Of course, I always speak about breakfast, which we're going to come back to today. I also speak about the importance of hydration. And most of us like don't drink nearly enough water. And it's such a simple intervention, really. I've spoken about sleep, the importance of sleep. Really, that's you can't go around that. It's almost, almost more important than your diet. And I even have a whole podcast episode on, on sleep. You should catch that if you haven't. Of course, the importance of adopting a nutrient-dense real food diet, a diet that is more aligned with, with, um, with your physiology than a lot of the modern foods that we eat way too much of today you know, I've spoken about useful and useless stresses. So being exposed to those useful stresses as much as possible. And also if you need, if your body needs help, any support, like making sure that you're also doing that, like you're supporting your digestion, you're supporting your liver. If you're a woman, you are really taking care of your woman's health and everything around fertility, whether or not you're done with, you know, or you don't want kids at all. It's about it. That's a vital sign for us females. So, this is like the first part that first container where we are taking good care of that human packaging that we have. And the other container that I use with my clients is checking your mind. This is where you kind of, you know, do all that work around that decision, like making that decision to change, making that decision to start creating something else with your life. But like I said today, the most important place where that starts is learning to love where you are today and also learning to have full awareness of how you've created, how exactly you have created what you have today. So we can call that having self-awareness without self-judgment. And also, this brings me to another very important element here, too, and I have a whole podcast episode on this one, the importance of self-compassion. This is one of the first things, actually, I teach all of my clients, which is really being careful how you speak to yourself. This is so, so, so important. It's so important, for example, when you are trying to develop a new habit and you make a promise to yourself and you don't keep that promise to yourself, what are you making that mean? What, how you answer that question is going to be the key to whether you can change that habit in a sustainable way or not. And let me tell you this, when you make that mean horrible things about yourself, that you're somehow weak and undisciplined and somehow broken and you self-sabotage all the time, all of those things, nothing good ever comes of that. And you end up never changing that habit and you keep, you know, restarting next Monday, next month, in the new year, (laughs) whatever you want. But, you know, I have spoken about this quite a bit in um, past episodes. So one of the other things we learn in this container is, again, like after we start becoming really strong in that relationship to ourselves, that most important relationship of all, then we can also be strong in the other relationships in our lives. And that means learning also to have healthy boundaries, understanding what boundaries are in the first place. Unlike what most people think, boundaries are 100% ours to set and to respect, however, whatever the other person does or doesn't do. And of course, what we do also in this in this container is to learn to distinguish between what you can and can't control. What is your lane versus the universe's lane? Basically, all of these things bring you to a place of such strong resilience. This, these are the things that allow you to get out of that, that victim mentality, out of that emotional childhood out of being resentful at your life, thinking, why is this happening to me? It's so unfair, why me? To a place of taking full responsibility for where you are today. And another thing that we do that's so important in this this container is learning to write a very empowering story of your past. Again, this is something I spoke about in a previous episode on having your own back, because the way we tell our own story, now we do this for ourselves, not for anybody else. By the way, I'm sorry, there's a neighbor doing some work <laughs> in their garden and and that's the little machine noise that you're hearing. And this is the only time I have to record my episode. So sorry, ahead of time. Um, so yeah, like being able to write a very empowering story of your past is going to be so Instrumental in allowing you to move forward with power and allowing you to create that life that you really dream of creating. And another part of this that I find super fascinating, and this is also an exercise I do often with my clients, is owning your past accomplishments. Because oftentimes we also think that oh, it was all good luck. It was all good fortune. I'm so fortunate. I'm so privileged. Yeah. I mean, it's great to be grateful, but be careful not to use gratitude as another way to gaslight yourself and as another way to diminish your own accomplishments, because that actually absolutely serves no purpose. And it actually disempowers us because we think, oh, it was just luck. So what does that mean? If it was only luck, then your ability to create that in the future is totally out of your own hands. So this is also why it's super important to really be able to go back in our lives and acknowledge all of those accomplishments that we have created, because we're the ones who created them. Okay? And and then, of course, when we get to this place, when we get to a place of becoming aware of our current results, our current life, and how we created everything that we have, we can speak about our past without regrets and learning to be proud of everything that we have accomplished. Then, then the real fun begins. And that is the part about imagining that future you want, imagining with intention that life that you want, basically going from where you are today to where you would love to be. And being able to be the person who actually sets themselves these loving goals and to actually go after them, okay. Basically, if we speak about that self-coaching model that I've um, that I've told you about before, which goes, our circumstances are neutral. We have thoughts about those circumstances. We give meaning to those circumstances, and those thoughts create our feelings. Our feelings drive our actions or our inaction. And those actions or the inaction create our results. So, one really fun way to use the model is to create what we want. So, whatever it is that you imagine for yourself, let's say you want to build a business, your own business um, as an entrepreneur, and you want to make X amount of money within whatever, like that's a very specific example, right? But very concrete. You would put that in the result line of that model. So you would have to ask yourself, you know, most people go about this kind of goal with only thinking about what it is they have to do to get there. Okay, so if I want to have this, that, I'm going to do my training, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, you know, like do my website, and then I'm going to, you know, um, like do a freebie, and then I'm going to get email addresses, and then I'm going to start like an email funnel and this and that and the other thing. All the to-dos, all the to-dos of the world. But if you look at that model, that line, that action line, the to-do line is actually very low. What you have before is you have the thoughts and you have the feelings. So the real question as far as going after what we want in life is, what do I have to think and how do I have to feel? Basically, how do I have to show up in order to make that result inevitable? So that's the That final part of that container of checking in with our minds and going after the future that we want to create with our thoughts and with our feelings so this is basically like a very rough idea of the roadmap of what my clients go through and the work that we do together now, of course, this is a roadmap, but it's not really. I mean, it's not a great term either, because obviously this is going to be very individual to each person. Everybody has their own unique stories. Everybody has their own unique, you know, dreams. They all have their own backgrounds. They all have their own special traumas or problems or strengths and weaknesses. So this work is really very custom to each individual. And now, in case this feels overwhelming to you in any way, here is once again, where I want to bring back to. Now, remember what I started with. I started with taking excellent care of yourself and of your animal body. And friends, of course, the best way, the the first place to start the lowest hanging fruit there is going to be your breakfast. You knew I was going to say that, right? And as I announced to you last week, I'm actually redoing my free breakfast challenge next week, the week of January 18th. We are going to get up and we're going to prepare ourselves a delicious breakfast every day for seven days. Okay? but what you need to do right now is to go and sign up right now because I have already started going live inside The Redefining the Good Life community group to explain to you a little bit more about just why I think breakfast is so important to your well being and why people really tend to underestimate it and just how life changing, how surprisingly life changing it can be. Because I've had, you know, testimonial after testimonial of people telling me, oh my God, I never think I could and I never thought that I actually, you know, was suffering so much and that this one little tweak could have such a big impact. So this is why I am, you know, once again, extending this warm invitation to you to sign up for that. And yeah, let's start this good life formula from the ground up. Let's start with step one, indispensable step one. So that link is TheOmnivorous.com slash challenge. And of course, it's also going to be in the show notes. Well, that is what I have for you today, my friend. I cannot wait to hang out with you next week. Hey, come join us in our private Facebook group, Redefining the Good Life, where we continue the conversation about just what it means to have a meaningful life today. See you there.